Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Exhausted Educators Podcast. Please click in and join us. Of all things education, teacher burnout, stories, how people are surviving out there. So please like, share, and follow on all your podcasting outlets. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Exhausted Educators Podcast. You can find us on any of your podcasting needs and outlets, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, I mean, literally everywhere. So today we have the leader of Define You University, educational coach, motivational speaker, or sorry, yeah, educational coach, motivational speaker, author, um, pretty much she does everything. Lindsay Titus is on the show today, going to talk to her about her thoughts on education right now, what's going on with Define You University, the crippling exhaustion that all educators feel right now. And you know what? Define You University is really one of those things that could possibly help and, uh, you know, po- point you in the right direction. So as always, our intro to how I enter se- uh, third period every day. Here we go. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall. Introducing first. Weighing in tonight at 0.17 metric tons, be the top end of Stevenson, Grado! Ladies and gentlemen, Dominion and the world of professional wrestling. What, what, what's going on here? What the hell is this? going into third period every day. So, Lindsay Titus, how are you doing today? A fine Sunday morning. I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm great. So, for everyone who does not know who Lindsay Titus is, could you please let everyone know your awesomeness in education right now? I would love to. Yeah. So, I'm in uh, year 17, which is still crazy. It's crazy to me. I'm wow. Really about it. <laughs> um, currently, I'm an assistant principal uh, for a junior high school in Rochester, New York. So, we have seventh, eighth, and ninth graders in our building. Um, Prior to that, though, I've done a little bit of everything, started out as a special ed teacher, went into more behavior consultation, behavior specialist type roles. um, And this is my second year now as an admin uh, in this building. 17 years. How does that feel? It's great, right? It's I love it because I'm like, I feel like I've done a lot. (laughs) 
on one hand, but I also feel like I'm just starting. And I think that's the cool part of trying different roles and trying different, um, like I said, I've done a lot of different experiences. And so I think it helps keep me fresh and it helps keep me focused and kind of where my goals are and where my passion lies. Um, mm -hmm. So I both love it, but it's also a little bit like, ooh, 17. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 17 years. Now, two years out, I mean, you were you were a teacher. You were a teacher doing what? Like what subjects were you teaching? So when I taught, I did five years of, it was a kindergarten through second grade self-contained special education classroom. Okay. So I had the littles. <laughs> you had the littles. And then what made you think about jumping? I mean, just jumping from the littles to like the whole realm. Right. So I think, so I, I've been blessed, I think with a lot of opportunities to really expand um, my, I guess the field, right. The level or the ages that I've worked with. So when I first started out, that's what I thought I was going to do, you know, elementary special education, that was going to be it for me. And I very quickly realized that's not it for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot more out there that I want to see and do. And um, behavior quickly became the passion, right. Understanding why my kids were doing what they were doing and then what could I do to best support them. And that led me down a path of actually leaving the public education realm for a little bit and doing, um, I did some work at a residential center where I really worked with a lot of older students. I worked with more 15 to 21 year olds, mm -hmm. um, which was crazy to go from five year olds to 20 year olds. So that was very eye opening. Um, I then did some work at a non-for-profit where I went back to early intervention and I did three-year-olds, um, but then all the way through 21. Then after that, um, I did an in-home therapy, which is the, that what wow. led me back to a behavior specialist for the public school. Wow. That's, yeah. that, that's a trip. That's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> that's a journey on top of everything. So now the title of the podcast, Exhausted Educators Podcast, how tired are you? <laughs> well, I have a five-month-old at home, so I'm pretty exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing. It's just like, what do you do, especially going from a five-month-old at home, going from the classroom within the last two years to admin? I mean, what do you do to take care of yourself? What do you do to take that mm -hmm. time? So there's a lot I do, right? And so I think the biggest piece to keep it short and sweet is I focus on my energy more than anything. So in the past, I would have focused on my time and where was I spending my time and how much time. And I never felt like there was enough, right? It's this like endless flow. Like I don't have enough of it. Well, energy, and I couldn't control the time, right? I couldn't control if a meeting happened was a half an hour or an hour. If I wasn't leading it, I couldn't control it. Energy. Mm -hmm. I can control my energy. I know what to do to boost it. If I have too much, which I don't ever, I know how to kind of calm down. Um, but at the end of the day, I can control that. And so energy, focusing on that has been the key to being able to do all the things that I do. Excellent. I mean, excellent. And that's the thing. I mean, and what do you think everyone else needs to do? Is that the key for everybody? Or did this, everyone, do you think needs to like, just find their own niche to be able to take care of themselves? I mean, as a whole, like in your building, like, do you think like, you know, this, this exhaustion we're feeling is crippling right now. I think, right. I mean, every Friday, I don't know about you. I mean, you have a five month old, I have four kids and it's like every Friday, you just want to go home and just sleep for six hours, but you can't do that. You know? And so it's like, you know, you want to, you want to just, just relax, but you can't. And it's, it's getting to a point where it's bad, where people are walking away from the profession and people are leaving, you know, people just right. won't, don't want to take it anymore. I mean, what do you think? 
So I think it's a little bit of both. I do think focusing on your energy is a key for every educator out there because that is something you can't control. Whereas I also think you need to find what works for you in terms of how you manage that energy, right? How you boost your energy, how you take a few minutes, whether it's 30 seconds or 60 seconds to really just bring it back to the present moment. That is really key. Um, so there's not like one thing I do that works. I have a whole list that I kind of just go through um, depending on what mm -hmm. I need at that time. But I think it's really, we're so used to serving others as educators. That's what we do. That it's not as easy to look in the mirror and actually say, what do I need in this moment? And the more often though we do that, we stay in control of who we are, which means I get to, I get to um, be more aware of how I'm showing up in the job that I'm doing. So you are, and I think this is great with exhaust the Exhausted Educators podcast, talking about, you know, how teachers should take some time and everything else. And you are the, the leader, the creator, the uh, guru of something called Define You University. And I've, we've talked before on another podcast, but I think this is awesome to bring up on this one because I think more so than that, this helps pretty much everybody. What is Define You University? What is that that you can help educators with to really just redirect them? Yeah. So the easiest way to explain it is it's it's a platform, right? So if you think of a university, right, you go to a university to learn. You take different classes. You learn different skills. And hopefully you come away with a greater sense and a greater understanding than you had before. And when I went through my own burnout journey of can I really keep doing this at the speed I've been doing life and my career and family and all these things, what I learned is that it wasn't about anything outside of myself. Instead, it was completely about how I defined who I was showing up as and that I wanted to live a life that I loved going to work, but I also loved leaving work to what I was doing at home with my family and my free time, things like that. So I created this platform, this university that really focuses on you um, and defining who you are through lots of different modes. So if you're into podcasts, there's a podcast. If you're into writing, there, I have a journal. If you're into courses, I have courses or coaching. So a lot of different avenues so that you get what you need to help you be able to put yourself first so you can create a life of both passion and purpose, the simple and easy way, because we don't want it to be complicated. <laughs> So if I wanted to be a part of Define You University and just, is it just resources? Is it just one-on-one -on -one with you? I mean, is what options do I have? Yeah. So there's, there's a bunch actually. So the two, two main ways are there is a more of like passive. So again, listening to the podcast, um, there are, I have, like I said, I have a journal where you can go at your own pace um, and work through, you know, these different motivational uh, phrases and thoughts and really get to work on, on that on your own. Then there's more active. I have a monthly mentorship that we meet um, three to four times a month and have group calls. It's almost like a group coaching um, that also provides mentorship. So you bring kind of a challenge you're having, and then you have me as your coach, as well as the other educators to help you through that. Um, and then I also do have courses and one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, so a lot of different avenues, depending on what it is, your learning style and what you're looking for at this point in time. Excellent. Excellent. So just to, just to give the plug and everything else, this is Lindsay Titus on Amazon where you can pick up the Define Your University journals, 30-day, 90-day journals, and everything else. I mean, do we see anything else from Define University coming out sometime in the future? Or is this what we're rolling with right now and maybe something in the future when we have time since you have a five-month-old? 
<laughs> yes, this is what we're rolling with. However, um, I do have, I have tons of ideas, which is the exciting part. Now it's just putting them out into the world. Um, I recently created an affirmation deck. My goal is to really do more small, simple things that people can just incorporate into their everyday lifestyle. Because again, it doesn't take hours of work. It doesn't take so long. In fact, I, I should be the opposite. It should be really small and simple so that we can build it into our everyday habits already. Um, and so I am working on different uh, resources and products that will help you do just that. So with the Fine Union University and everything else, now you are admin now. So I'm very interested in how you feel about this. So we have this coming out. We've, we've been privileged to stay to share um, the red book. And now we have the blue book, the 108 leaders unite to stop you know, nonsense and everything to stop the nonsense and instead build synergy among teams, maximize all stakeholders, maintain dynamic off the charts leadership. How do you feel about this coming into an admin position and talking about what you should stop doing? I mean, you, you come into a position, it's like, okay, you should need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And now we're part of a project of stuff that you need to stop doing. I mean, what do you, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, this is kind of backwards and forwards a little bit. It is. And I think I, I actually had that, that thought when I was like, even writing my chapter, I was like, but, but are we backwards here? However, I do think it's, it's in tandem, right? So it's stop doing this and start doing this. Um, and so I think it's really important to realize that as soon as we stop anything, we are starting something. Um, sometimes we're not aware of it and sometimes we are. And so when we have these strategies, I think the thing I'm most proud about being a part of this, this project is that everybody is providing strategies to take to kind of flip the script, right? To rewrite that, that piece of what's so important for leaders to show, especially now in, you know, the 22-23 school year. Right, exactly. I mean, we are... And just to give give the plug to our friends at Pushing Boundaries, Rick Jetta, Rebecca Coda, the Blue Book actually will be dropping December 7th, we hope, on Amazon.com. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, now, I know because we're both part of the project, I know we did our writing, God, last year. Did we do it last year or something like that? Now, you were in your first year of admin. I mean, how did you, what's your process? Like, how did you come up with your, you know, not to give too much away because we want people to buy the book. But how did you how did you come up with your with your chapter and your process being your very first year in admin? Yeah, so I I definitely chose something I knew a little bit about <laughs> prior to coming into the role. So my chapter is about documentation and behavior and uh, taking making sure you're taking data on behavior, um, which is what I had done for years, right, as a behavior specialist. And mm -hmm. What I realized, though, it was even more important, I think, as, as an admin, as an assistant principal, because there's even more coming at you every day that sometimes by three o'clock, I'm like, man, what happened at nine o'clock, right? And so if I'm not documenting, if I don't have a solid, easy way to really take take a look at what I'm doing all day, then I'm just running in space, right? I'm doing the hamster wheel. Um, so it, it really was something I very quickly was living and realize, man, I got to have some good systems in place so that I feel like what I'm doing is purposeful each day. Cause there's nothing worse than doing a full work day and being like, did it even matter? Right. What I did, did what I do matter. Like no one wants that. But if I can look back and I'm like, I did this, I did this and it connects here. And I see this like, man, that's purposeful. 
Now I can take my AP hat off for a moment, go home, be mom, wife, all the other things, but know what I did was purposeful. And documentation or writing things down, keeping a log truly helps with all of that. Excellent. Now, my last question for you today, because having a five-month-old always takes the time and everything else. You, you are admin, and this is something that's come across a lot of admin's desks I'm hearing in the Midwest. But have you heard about this? Have you heard about this podcast? So I'm going to be honest. I've heard about it. I have not looked into it. Okay. I mean, what do you, I mean, not, not going too deep, but I mean, to give you the, to give you the highlights of it. I mean, it's a six episode podcast saying that teachers where you and I were, you know, I'm in and you were in, you know, we weren't teaching kids how to read properly. I mean, and this going through the whole thing that we didn't know how to how to teach because we were given the wrong materials and stuff. I mean, you've heard of it. Is it coming your way at your school? I mean, is it something that an admin would take notice of or a district would take notice of or because I know we are over here, but I don't know, like we like Wisconsin and Illinois. They're starting it's starting to come across instructional coaches, desks, superintendents, principals, desks and everything else to say because it's gaining a lot of traction. I mean, from, you know, from your perspective, from what you've done in education, I mean, is this something we should worry about? Or I mean, is this some just because it's a reporter? I mean, it's not even a teacher doing this. It's a reporter. I mean, is this something that we should be concerned with as teachers? You know, I think um, so to answer your first part, it hasn't yet come, you know, I think all the way to where I'm at yet. I'm sure I'm sure it will. Right. Especially with the, the speed of things on social media and you know, in, in the media in general, um, you know, one of the things that I, I, that I live by is that I don't believe I, and I say I, cause I can't control anyone else that I've ever done anything quote unquote wrong. I might've done things that maybe didn't have the intent or the, the results that I wanted, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I did what I was wrong. I did what I had been taught. Right. And so I think when we look at how we teach, I think it's just, to me, it's even more of a reason that we have to just constantly be asking ourselves, is this the best way or am I getting results with what I'm teaching, right? Is what I'm doing meeting my goal, right? Am I getting the students to where I want? And if not, why? And just broadening that why even more. I I think if we sit here and say everything we did in the past was wrong, it takes away from all the work that we did. And- you know, and I, I don't think that helps anybody because then we feel resentful and we feel guilty and we feel shame and all these things. And as an educator, that's not what I want to feel, right? I want to feel hopeful and excited and passionate. And so is there a different way, a better way? Sure, maybe. But I don't believe that means it was wrong in the past. It simply means we found a different way. Um, and if it's getting students to have a deeper understanding of what they're learning, what they're reading, then great. But it only that only came to light because of what we've done in the past. I think it's all connected. Um, and instead of just saying, I do the same with behavior. You know, like to me, it's not a right or a wrong. Like we, if, if something fits in those categories, I don't really buy it because it's somebody's perspective and somebody's opinion. But if I'm seeing that my a student or a group of students are not making progress, then I'm going to ask why. And I'm going to say, is there a different way? Are we missing something? And that's what I want to focus on versus right versus wrong. Well said. I mean, and definitely for our video, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, for our video viewers out there, you can see exactly what we're talking about. For the audio listeners out there, we're discussing Soul the Story, the podcast out there. So 
definitely it's it's something that you know i believe all educators should take a listen to and and just get a view of this person's perspective on everything that's going on when it comes to reading and reading in the classroom and things like that so i want to make sure our audio people know exactly what i'm talking about because i want to you know what are they talking about because they can't see it so <laughs> it just makes it it makes it a little bit you know but easier on the on the listening ears so of of, of all sorts so Lindsay Titus, you have a five month old. You're an admin. What's next? Um, <laughs> world world domination, right? <laughs> um, no, you know. So, so I have a five month old. I, I also have an eight year old. So I've got I kind of got you know both ends of the of the spectrum, if you will. Um, I love what I'm doing right now. You know, I love the assistant principal position. It pushes me in ways that I didn't even know I needed to be pushed. Um, it has so much gotten me outside of my comfort zone, which is exactly what I needed. That's why I, that's why I went back to school and, and really, um, it is teaching me so many things. So I'm excited to just keep building that, um, to keep connecting, you know, connecting with other educators and just to really feel more comfortable and confident in this role. Um, and then also to continue sharing my story and sharing resources that will hopefully guide educators to find some relief from the overwhelm, from the constant overwhelm that they're feeling um, as we look into 2023. Because while we're super overwhelmed now, I think there's always a general layer of overwhelm for educators. Um, and I know for me, that's how it was every day. And now because of the things that I do each day, the overwhelm is very, it's intermittent now. It comes and it goes and I know how to get myself back. And that's what I love teaching others how to do too. Cause you, you get to have it all. You get to have a career you love, but also be home and be at, at work or be with your family. You don't have to pick one. Um, and so I'm just going to keep sharing my story on how I do that and hopefully help people along the way. That's awesome. And definitely, I mean, define your university is always places I've seen it. You're always on Twitter. You're always out there, you know, making, putting the words down. So I see your Twitter, your Twitter tag at LTitus828. Is there any other social media you want to offer to anyone that if they want to get in contact with you for speaking or Define Your University or anything like that? Yeah, if you have Instagram's the other one I'm pretty active on, which is actually it's Lindsay Titus EDU. Um, so and then my my for those of you watching, my website is Define University, um, Y-O-U for the university. Um, and uh, you can find everything on there as well. Excellent. Excellent. So are you sleeping, by the way, with the five-month-old? Are you getting enough sleep? No. <laughs> so for the, for the expected mothers out there or the current mothers that are in that that one to nine-month range, how much sleep are you getting per night? Um, I get about four and a half, five hours maybe. Well, that's about um, an educator's, that's about an educator's it's, sleep. It's not like, terrible. I, mean... I will say prior to, I was getting about eight, eight and a half. So that's where it's a little, little tricky. Um, but it's broken sleep, which I think is even harder because it's, you know, sleep a couple hours, you're up, sleep a couple hours, you're up. And then it's like, I might as well just stay up now. Because... <laughs> but I, I just have to, the world. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Lindsay Titus. She is the founder and creator and guru of define you university please visit her there the website if you're watching is across the screen uh you can follow her on instagram you can follow her on twitter and definitely and amazon and then definitely with the 108 authors in the blue book of no nonsense things that all school leaders should stop doing which will be out december 7th Lindsay, it's always a pleasure i appreciate you and, and definitely we'll talk soon hopefully everything is well and uh, we'll go from there sounds great thanks so much
Oh, thank you. Have a good day, Lynn.